Welcome to Whatever It Takes Radio, helping you do whatever it takes to succeed in marriage and in life. Today's podcast is part of our men series. These podcasts are geared toward men, but ladies, you are free to listen in. I'm your host, Paul Speed, and I have the privilege today to be in the studio with my good friend, Mark Hendrickson. Hello, Mark. How you doing, Paul? Mark is from Illinois, and he's been with us here before, and I've known Mark for over 10 years and uh, been able to watch him and his relationship with his wife, Sue, and they've come through our ministry as leaders, and it's been powerful to work along beside them, as you also have worked along beside us. Um, today, as you and I were talking uh, about our subject today, um, it's an important one. It's an important one for me because I've got three boys um, growing up, too. Um, one's married now. I've got another one about to get married but how can a young man keep his way pure? You know, this was an area that was a struggle for me as a young man, Mark, growing up. I know for you too, growing up on the farm and the stories you've told me. But what I've admired about you is how God has been able to use you in the lives of so many young men um, over the years with um, your story, your wisdom. And that's what I want to tap into today. Tell us just a little bit about yourself, though, uh, background, farm boy growing up. Give us some history. Well, again, I I think I became associated with this ministry because of the hook that got into me at a young age, and that's um, my exposure to pornography. And back in those days when I was growing up, it was the driving a tractor down the road and um, you know finding a uh, pornographic magazine along the uh, road. And as a young kid, you know, um, 13, 14, 15 years old, that um, grabbed me, and and that's where I began my relationship with pornography which led to masturbation and and so it's just a um, it it started at an early age and that's what it does today we're finding young men at the age of 12 or 13 or even younger going online today it's different and it's actually uh, more of a challenge today because we're seeing these young guys um, watching two and three hours of pornography a day and really, Paul, it affects the brain differently than what a magazine did years ago. Hmm. And and what we're seeing, um, the effect that it has on their brain to uh, be able to bring them back out of this is a lot more challenging today. Wow. Well, I totally agree with you there. And I guess that's one of the things I'm grateful for is that I didn't have the internet when I was growing oh, up. Okay. Um, as bad as things got for me, I can't imagine where I'd be today uh, with the battles that young men have today. Um, but you've been able to work with a lot of young men over the years, so much so that even your church, which is a large denomination, um, oftentimes will send young men to you that have confessed a struggle with pornography, struggle with masturbation, or some infidelity in some way. In other words, in They've asked you to help them kind of as a mentor. Tell us about how that kind of works. Well, I think the reason why um, I started building that relationship with their church and with um, different people who have the capacity to um, forward somebody to me or encourage a young man to call me up or put them in touch with me is because um, this is not a subject you talk about in church. Um, you know, hey, I've, I've had this battle with pornography and masturbation. You know, the M word in most of our churches is just not used today. It's it's like we know it's there, but we don't want to acknowledge it. And so when a young guy comes up with this and he says, I really, you know, I want to get married, um, but I'm really struggling with this, and we really don't know what to do. In fact, we know that only 7% of the churches in the United States, the Christian churches, have a program to deal with mm. um, hidden sin, pornography, masturbation, or 
you know, whatever it is. And so um, we are desperately in need of a program uh, or programs to, to deal with that. But what I've learned with WIT is instead of coming to a young man and saying, well, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this, um, because of my experience with the same issues, pornography and masturbation as a young guy, um, I can come alongside him and say, you know what, I know where you're at. I struggled with that same issue, pornography, masturbation, and this is what I did. And now I can go with, um, and these are the tools that I can share with him. And I know that if these guys don't get it, if they don't start to deal with this issue at the state where they're at, they're going to take this into marriage. Mm. And oh my goodness, we have seen through marriage intensive after marriage intensive, not of not just older men, older couples coming, but we're seeing young couples who are married just, you know, six months, a year, and we're seeing their marriage just a total wreck, a total mess, because a young man never dealt with the issues of pornography and masturbation, and he brought it into marriage, and now it's just killing his relationship with his wife. Boy, we sure have seen the, the end results of what that is, um, how that happens. Well, tell me, let's uh, let's dive right in. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Um, first of all, maybe um, what are some of the reasons that, um, as you've encountered working with young men, um, why have they not been able to find purity? What have some been some of the roadblocks or challenges that you see that you know sometimes the they're wanting to do it, but it's just not happening. So, um, what have, what can you help us with? What are some of the roadblocks they've run into? Well, one of the biggest um, roadblocks is that oh, this is not something that's talked about in the church, and so because it's not talked about, there haven't been programs developed to enable a young man to uh, to get equipping with the tools, to equipping with the knowledge that he needs to know. Number one, why do I do this? Why am I drawn to it? And okay, what can I do to find my way out of this? What tools, what uh, plan of action is out there? What's available to help me deal with it? Okay, I know that it's, it's going to destroy me. I've heard all that. I know that it's, it's you know, there's guilt associated, there's shame associated with it, and I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to have that in my life. You know, I call myself a Christian, and, and that's why, you know, it just... It really bothers me that I that I look at porn. I know it's not right, and so this is what we do with our four days of freedom with Wit Ministries. Is that we have we encounter this all the time. We work with it all the time, and we have seen young man after young man find freedom from this um, very pervasive uh, challenge in, in of of pornography and masturbation. Right. Well, I. I agree with you completely. I don't think, as a Christian community, um, it's not it's not an easy subject to talk about. It is embarrassing. Um, you know, it has a lot of different connotations in the way people perceive it, and we've allowed, unfortunately, the the world and the um, environment around us to kind of set the terms for talking about sexuality, even the good, bad, and the indifferent, and even a, a topic like masturbation. So. What are some of the other things besides the fact that churches are not being talked about? Are there other things that you've seen that um, cause guys to continue to stumble? Yeah, Paul, I think one of the biggest things is today in the in is a wrong understanding of accountability. And um, as I worked with this through four days of freedom, um, I have encouraged young men who battle this and who say who are fed up with it and they want freedom from sexual bondage. 
I've encouraged them to come to our Four Days of Freedom. And guess what? I asked their dads to come with them because there's nobody that wants to see them succeed more in life than their father does. Not another young guy who they can who becomes basically a confessor, not a true accountability partner. But this is a time when a, a dad can come with his son. And as they come together, oftentimes for the first time in their life, dad's now going to be open and honest with his son and say, you know what, son? Um, I kind of struggled with that too. You know, when I go away on business trips or whatever, we've seen this happen over and over and over again where dad and son uh, truly open up with each other and now they know each other's challenges. Now they're talking about it. It's not a subject that they don't talk about anymore. And as they begin to talk about it, guess what? There's freedom, there's true accountability. There's when uh, when the battle begins or the struggle is there and the enemy comes and says, you know what? Uh, go check on that, go look here and go follow that feeling and do what you do. When you look at porn, um, the son is saying no, and he's learning how to capture the thought and call his dad up and say, hey, dad, you know what? I'm in a real battle right now. Will you pray with me? Mm-hmm. And and these are tools and that we um, give to the father and to right. the son. And we're seeing uh, young guys who for years have been struggling with this mm-hmm. now find freedom from that. And and, and not only that, but develop a re- relationship with their, um, with their dad that is, is now incredible. And so the bond between father and son is, uh, is just really neat to see it happen. And then we see a, the success rate mm-hmm. really uh, climb high because of, of this open communication now. Right. But what, what happens, though, when, um, when a young man doesn't have that type of relationship? Or, you know, a father hears that message and he's like, I'm not going to four days of freedom because I don't have any of those issues. So you've got a young man who maybe grows up um, in a home where maybe a dad's not there. Maybe he's deceased. Maybe there's already been divorce. Maybe there's some disconnection or uh, maybe a dad's just not going there. He's not going to be open and honest. Is there still hope for a, a young guy like that? Oh, totally. Because again, uh, young men don't win these battles. They don't um they don't really know how to fight the battle. And the enemy, again, has had years and years of, of using um, a perverted form of, of uh, sexual expression to, to capture them and to um, take them away from what the norm is. Um, again, God meant um, sex for marriage to be a good thing. And he obviously wants to pervert it. So we take him back to um, first finding out, do you have a desire to be free from, um, uh, from this sexual bondage? And if you have that desire, do you also believe you can be free? And if, if a young fella has those two, um, those two components, um, we know that this young guy can be free and he can have victory over Mm-hmm. Uh, pornography. And the reason why we know that is because then we're going to give him the tools and we're going to explain to him what true accountability is. And as we go through our uh, weekend at Four Days of Freedom, we see just an incredible awakening happen. We see a young man acquiring the tools and then mm-hmm. showing him how to put them into place so that he can find that freedom that he so desires. Wow. That reminds me because um, you're so right on... Um, it's possible for anyone. And, and I'm thinking of someone you'll probably know who I'm thinking of, but a young man that came and um, he had heard us teach these things and it wasn't necessarily with his father, 
But it went to that question you had. He had a desire to be free, but he never believed it was possible. And when we begin to explain to him, give him stories and testimonies of, of young men who have, and also show him the tools that he could implement into his life on how to do it. I think it was like the next year, and uh, we were at one of our uh, Wit Singles weekends, and I, I asked a question. I had about 100 guys in a room, and I said, let me ask you. I said, who hasn't masturbated in the last year? And I was doing it as a joke. And this, I remember this young man raises his hand. And he's like the only guy in the room. And I'm like, um, okay, I, I wasn't planning on that. But um, so I asked him, I said, so tell me. He said, um, well, I just never knew it was possible. And last year you said we could do it. And um, I said, really? And he began to explain how he took what we taught, what you're saying through the Four Days Freedom material and our singles conference and the, through the accountability and so forth. And he began to put those things into practice. For the, He said, for the first time in my life, I believed it was really possible to stop. And he said, and now look, it's been a year and I'm living proof. You know, and that just blew my socks off. And now I've seen it with countless young men who are grabbing hold of the same truths. So I think you're absolutely right on that. The two things they've got to have is the desire, which a lot of them do, but they struggle in the area of believing, can I really do this? Is it possible for me? Yeah, that's so true, Paul. And again, the other thing is a misunderstanding of why they do what they're doing. And so if, you know, from their parents, they get this, well, you just got to stop. Or from a, a counselor, they say, well, if you just quit um, looking at porn and you just quit, then you'll stop masturbating. But there's there's deeper reasons why we why we go there. And again, um, what we teach at Four Days to Freedom and what we teach at our wet marriage intensities for the um, for the guys that are married is the reasons why we go there. And uh, those are just things that we have to understand. Mm -hmm. And if they're never taught, if they're never understood, you keep treating the symptoms, but you never get down to the root issues. And those right. you've got to understand in order to um, start to undo this, this um, um, the acting out the way you act mm -hmm. out. Wow. That is so good, Mark. And um, so far we've talked about um, kind of is it possible? Um, what are some of the things that um, are kind of been missing that have been leading to the failures? But we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I want to ask you, what can a young man do then proactively to begin to put things into practice to um, make these changes in his life? So for the listeners listening, I hope this has been good, but it's going to get better. So stick around. We'll be right back. Men, are you tired of being controlled by your addictions, frustrated and want to overcome the shame of sexual sin? Do you want to gain lasting victory over pornography, drugs, or alcohol? I'm Paul Speed, founder of Whatever It Takes Ministries, and I invite you to attend the next Four Days to Freedom Men's Intensive. Four Days to Freedom is designed to help men break free from strongholds and addictions, as well as learn to walk in freedom from past failures. For more information, go to whateverittakesministries.com or call 800-605-1875. All right. Welcome back. Um, I'm still here in the studio with Mark Heinerson, and we've been talking about young men, young men who are in their singles, and um, what can they do to keep their way pure? We've been talking about some of the stumbling blocks that have kept men um, kind of in that bondage of masturbation, looking at porn, other um, bad habits in that nature. But what I want to do, Mark, is I want to turn it a little bit here and say, in other words, a young man comes to you and says, okay, I'm ready. I know it's, um, I've got the desire for it. I believe it's possible. Uh, what do I do? What are some of the things I can begin to do? What would you, what would you tell them? Well, the first thing I'd say is get real, um, get open and honest. And again, we do this, we keep, when we're looking at porn and, and, and from there we start, um, on this masturbation and, 
and we just start on this hamster wheel of porn masturbation that we obviously we don't like it we know it's not right it, it uh, there's shame associated with it there's guilt associated with it but we keep doing it and we do it because we never open up and share with right. anybody that it's is hidden. A, yeah it's hidden and so so um, so the biggest thing is getting open and honest and you come in to me and, and saying, hey Mark, can we talk? Um, that's a big first step. Or if I come to you and I say, hey, you know what, what's the biggest challenge you have in life? And, and uh, you're open and honest with me and say, you know what, it's temptation to look at porn and, and then obviously, and then if I ask you, so you look at porn, what happens then? Well then, yeah, I masturbate, yeah. So, so now you're getting open and honest. And as you get open and honest, guess what happens? That's when you begin to see receive God's grace as you humble yourself and you and you you're totally honest about this issue. You can never deal with a problem. You can never deal with an issue unless you're willing to talk about it mm-hmm. and seek help. And so, as you do that, um, as grace comes, now you're starting to find you're going to be on the road to finding a solution to your right. this challenge in your life. And obviously, what do you suggest from that? Well, there's there's only one thing that I've been able to to see help this uh, with this issue, and and that's attending a wit singles or a four days of freedom for young guys, and um, that has been huge. I mean, we've seen young men from all over the country, and actually fly in from overseas, um, getting help through our four days of freedom program, and uh, and from the wit singles. And the biggest thing is just acknowledging seeing other young men say, hey, you know what, I have the same issues. I've got the same problems. And so now you know that it's just not you, that you're not just this weird guy who started looking at porn and you're the only one in the world. Now you know that the enemy has taken these other guys out on your left and on your right because they have never, ever talked about it. So it begins with talking about it, acknowledging that it is an issue, it is a problem. And as you do that, now you're going to find your help through our ministry um, of whatever it takes. And mm-hmm. at WIT, we deal with this on a regular basis. This is our ministry. It's what we're called to do is, is help men find freedom from sexual bondage. Right. Well, I think um, getting open and honest and real is, is usually one of the hardest steps to overcome for a young man because they've spent what's given this habit, if you want to say addiction power in their life, is the fact that it's been held a secret. And um, because of the shame, the guilt, and so forth. So then, like you said, to, to take that first step and say, you know what, I need help. This is what's been going on. This is who I am. This is what I've been doing. And then to see them take that um, risk, really, to, to step out and do something proactive. I'd love to say you can just read a book or you do a little Bible study and it doesn't. But you and I have seen over the years, it really does take more than that. It's, it's taking the time to spend with other men who have been there, who have processed through, to help them see through the tools we teach at Four Days to Freedom. In other words, why do I, it's what you said earlier, so good, why do I do what I do? If I can discover what are those trigger points, what are the things that lead me down this path, then at least for the first time, possibly in a young man's life, he's got a choice to stop it. But until then, he's just, you know, he's bound to continue along that path, repeating the bad behaviors, and then finally just reaching the point he assumes he'll never be free. And that's not true. No, it isn't true. In fact, um, some of the challenges that we have as a Christian ministry is that we've had some major um, so-called counselors give advice that, you know what, Um, masturbation is is okay. It's a natural thing that a young guy does. And um, so 
uh, many people bought into that, and we've had parents say, "Well, it's not such a big deal. You know, you're going to it's going to be a struggle, but you know, when you get married, it'll all disappear and it'll go away." And fortunately, um, with Wed Ministries, we've seen like, no, that is not true. That is wrong advice. In fact, that's the kind of advice that will absolutely destroy your future marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we correct a lot of the myths at our Four Days of Freedom and at our Wit Singles, um, myths that will absolutely destroy your future relationship with your your spouse. And so um, we just can't say enough about uh, a young man or uh, actually in our wit singles young ladies coming and taking the time to go through this um, material that we have and at this uh, intensives that we do we give them the tools to find freedom from this crippling and um, guilt um, manifesting um, challenge that they have of mm. porn over and over and over again, masturbation, whatever. And so we, um, we're we just really excited to see these young guys and gals uh, find the freedom in yeah. their lives. No, I absolutely agree. It is, a, it, you know, I know the wit singles, I just come alive. I, I guess it's the young people, the energy they have. And I guess there's part of me that sees myself and I look back and I go, I wish, I wish so bad that I would have been able to go through a weekend like this when I was that age, what I would give to be able to start over and to go into marriage pure, being able to have self-discipline, uh, in control of my self-centered um, actions and behaviors that were leading to so many bad habits, which I was hiding, it was destructive. You know, I have such hope for these young people now that have been able to come through and get married um, and be able to come in pure. The cool thing is, you know, my daughter just got married. Um, you know, Bethany, she just got married this year. And and I remember as we were talking, and for the young men listening, I just want to leave them with this final encouragement. Um, you know, she's had several guys over the years kind of contact her or approach me. I'm interested in your daughter, and we've talked about him, whatever. But this young man finally stuck. This one was a young man who had come through Four Days of Freedom. I met him almost four years ago, and he came because of pornography and masturbation. In other words, he's having some struggles. He's a young man. He wanted to, to conquer this and get free. So I've walked with um, Elliot uh, for years now, on and off. He's been a leader at our singles conference, and uh, which has been a great thing. But I remember when he began to approach me and um, talk to Bethany about possibly looking at getting married. Um, and I would ask Bethany, I said, well, what about the things you know about him? Because he had some things he had to confess and come clean. And, on. and Bethany said, well, Mom, Dad, you're the ones who have always taught me chances are I won't get a perfect man, but what I'm looking for is a free man. And, you know, and I remember hearing that I thought, you know, that is absolutely right. I wish we could go through life and be perfect and never fail and never make a mistake. But that's not what God's looking for. God wants a a guy who's free. And that's the hope that I want to leave um, any of you young men that are listening to Mark and I today. You know what? It really doesn't matter what you've done in the past. Um, the enemy's going to tell you there's too much water under the bridge. You've gone too far. No one's ever going to accept you or like you because of what you've done. I'm telling you, it's a lie from the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, um, your wife, and especially God, is looking for a free man. He doesn't want a perfect man. He's looking for a young man who wants to be free. And that is where it falls on your shoulders. Am I willing to believe and trust that God has good for me if I will turn to him through this time? Um, any final words, Mark, you'd like to say? Well, yeah, and 
I agree with you 100% on that, Paul. And I just uh, encourage other um, young men that part of this ingredient, part of the component of, of living free and staying free is learning now how to serve others. Because if you're not serving others, if you don't see ministry as a part of your life, guess what? You're just going to serve self. And again, you start to become just, uh, continue to be just a selfish person. Person. So I just want to really encourage you to, to uh, think as you find freedom from sexual bondage that you learn now how to serve others. It's not the whole answer, but it's part of the answer of remaining free. And uh, as you continue to live this life on, on earth, you want to be able to minister into the lives of other young men, mm-hmm. sharing your story of how you found freedom and encouraging others to do what you've done by the grace of God. Amen. That's what it's all about. And that's the, I guess, the benefit you and I have in being here today is that God has allowed us and our mess to make ministry out of our mess. Amen. So grateful for that. But every young man has that potential. So I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you today and um, want to encourage a young men, um, old men, young men, if you have been listening and you've been wondering, is there really hope for me and change for me? I want to encourage you to check out Four Days to Freedom. Um, I have no doubt that it would be life changing in your life. And I know it would be a blessing. So, Mark, thank you for being with us today. And um, as we wrap up, I think our listeners have got a um, kind of a full dose today about it is possible. It is possible for a young man to keep his way pure. And um, I hope the young men that have been listening are willing to do whatever it takes in order to do that. If you've got further questions or want to know more about Whatever It Takes Ministries or how we can help you, please contact us through our website, whateverittakesministries.com. Or you can call us at 336-310-5050. And thank you again for joining us today. So until next time, remember, your life can be different if you're willing to do whatever it takes.